0: Welcome to the Bible Platform, a half-hour radio gospel ministry with the founder and general overseer of Christian Worship Center, Rev. Hanson Metal. Stay tuned and you'll be blessed. Glory be to God in the highest. Thank God for this new day. I am grateful to you, almighty King of kings, for another opportunity to share your word with the world. And I pray that I might decrease while you increase. Thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Still talking about the hope that we have in Christ, I want to uh, continue this discourse today and try to draw our attention to something that appears to be creating a lot of fear and panic among Christians especially. The kind of weird prophecies that are making the rounds, whether they are 18 or 27 prophecies, I mean, all loaded up with death and disaster. I simply don't get it. I simply don't get it at all. So today I want to just let us look critically at the mindset of God as revealed by the Bible regarding death. Death is not something we should be afraid of as Christians. Obviously, in the natural, all of us all of us want to live. All of us want to pursue goals and enjoy a long life and die at very old, ripe age. And that is really good. That is legitimate. That is fine. I would want that kind of cause. But when we overstretch that and think that, Anyone who dies, maybe beyond our expectation, it means the person has uh, lived a lie or maybe has done something and maybe we are better than that person and that's why we are alive. And so it becomes um, a dilemma for us when we begin to think about death in its entirety. We shouldn't be the case because otherwise the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ loses its meaning. So today I want us to zero in on this question and settle certain issues regarding the death of the body so we can live our lives in peace. And no matter what happens, we can trust God because we are eternally safe in his hands. Now, We have to rethink our belief system, as I said, regarding the issue of death. So that nobody just can trap us and always come to us with prophecy, prophecy about death and death and death. And and then we go, hey, what is going to happen to me? And no. In Psalm 23 verse 4, David declares, Yes, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I shall fear no evil. Don't I walk through it. Not even if somebody tells me about what he has seen regarding me and death. If there's one thing that is going to happen that there's nothing I can do anything about, it is death. The day we are born, that day we begin to die. We begin to progress towards extinction as far as the body is concerned. David said, even when I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me, That is the confidence. So when somebody comes to you with a prophecy that he has seen this, he has seen that, and it's all negative about death, 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 it shouldn't be news. In any case, we are going to die. Let your emphasis and your focus be on the positive side of life. That look, as long as I live, even if I should walk through the valley of the shadow of death, no point, no fears, because God is with me. God is with me. That is what Emmanuel means. God with us. So this fear of death and living every day as if you are under some shadow that is going to take you away every second unless you go see some prophet and get some bath. Come on, my friend. Jesus Christ won the victory over death. And so this unnecessary fear of death that is being visited on you by prophets come and walk out of it in revelation chapter 2 verse 10 jesus commands us to be faithful to the death and that's simply he said we must resist you have not resisted unto death that means that whatever comes our way whatever temptation whatever strife we must be willing to stand for him we must be able to stand for truth even if it means death so We are not following a master who has given us guidelines that are deceptive. He has told us that some of the things that we need to put up, with. that's why we have a lot of um, people being killed in the Middle East and other places, just simply because they believe in Jesus Christ. People are losing properties. People are being booted out of their families because of their faith in Christ. Simply because of that. Now, some of them have been killed. Some are being killed. There are in the history of the church. We have martyrs who have been killed just for standing up for Christ. So, even without being faced with any of these persecutions and somebody just come out of the blue and every time a prophecy comes out, it's about disaster is going to bring it on. If it ends here, I go there. A better place is waiting for me. Hallelujah. So, folks. Let's live our lives and come out of this self-imposed or prophetically imposed fear of death. It is not of God. It is not of God. I am not suggesting for any reason that we crave for death. Not at all. I am simply saying, my friend, that as believers in Christ, we should stop behaving and talking as if those who have died in the Lord before us have lived a mistake or they are to be pitied. Our friends, our relatives who have gone on higher of us, it's painful. But I'm here to tell somebody that they are not an unfortunate bunch. I'm talking about those who died in the Lord. The Bible says how beautiful in the eyes of the Lord is the death of the righteous. It's beautiful in the eyes of the Lord. So if by chance you lost a loved one who was a Christian and you are still mourning that loss, I came to announce to you that there is hope for us even in death. There is hope for us even in death. He is not lost. She is not lost. He is with the Lord. On this side of heaven, being human beings, of course. When we lose relationships, we mourn. If we are not to mourn, the Bible would not have said we should rejoice with those who rejoice and mourn with those who mourn. It is part of this side of life. But it is not to be something that should be looked at perpetually as something that um, should be there. We should be mourning for the rest of our lives. No, my friend. According to Revelation chapter number 21, the verse 8, there is something called the second death. Revelation 21 verse 8. The second death. And it says that that second death will not affect the believer in Christ. And that is what we should be more concerned about. The second death. After dying this physical death, Are you going to die that second death, which is life in the lake of fire, which is what we are not preaching today. The life we live here is only a transition. And when this life is over, the life we spend in eternity is more important. So for the one who died here, probably at a very early age, knowing the Lord and going to heaven, is better than someone living 100 years on this earth and going to hell. Because he or she does not know the Lord. So, beloved, let us have this hope in Christ. That whether we live or die, we live or die for Jesus. And in the jiffy, I want to take you to the book of Revelation chapter number 21. Revelation chapter number 21, the verse number 8. It says this. But the cowardly, unbelieving, abominable, murderous, sexually immoral sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burns with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. So there is a second dying. Amen. There is a second dying. So we don't live our lives here as if this is the end of the story. So somebody comes around. I don't care how many prophecies you prophesy that come to pass. I mean, the devil can prophesy. Anybody can prophesy. A donkey spoke up to Balaam when the prophet Balaam was not seeing the angel standing in front of him. The donkey was riding, had his eyes open. He saw a vision that the prophet did not see. So, please, don't let anybody hold you to ransom by any kind of prophecy. I believe in prophecy. It's biblical, but no prophecy is higher than the word of God. So, folks, let us be joyful in the life that Christ has given us. If it is only today that you have to live, rejoice in it. The Bible says, "This is the day the Lord has made; I will rejoice in it." We will rejoice in it. We're not going to panic in it. We're not going to run and hide. We're not going to be beaten down and subjected by prophecies of doom and, and and prophecies of disaster. Doom can come. Disaster can come. Here we are. If we survive it, praise the Lord. If we don't survive it, hallelujah. Whatever way it comes, however it goes, this one thing we know, Christ died and resurrected. And even though we die, we will rise again from the dead. Don't lose that biblical solid foundation on which our faith stands. Otherwise, you will become somebody who will be at the mercy of this kind of manipulative prophecies. Beyond what I just read, the Bible also tells us in Revelation 21, 4, that there shall come no death to those who are in Christ. So in reality, this present phase of death is not final. We'll go to a place where there will be no death for those who are in Christ. No death. I mean no death. For emphasis, let me read Revelation 21, verse 4. And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. Probably to understand properly, let me go to the verse 3 and the verse 4. And I heard a loud voice from heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people. God himself will be with them and be their God. you are listening to the bible platform with reverend hansen metal stay tuned tune in to the bible platform with reverend hansen metal these and every tuesday from 5 a.m to 5 30 a.m on sunny 88.7 fm and your life will never be the same again god bless you Welcome back. The message continues. Now listen to the verse 4 of Revelation 21. And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There shall be no more death, no sorrow, no crying. There shall be no more pain, for the former things have passed away. Did you hear that? There shall be no more pain. For the former things have passed away. There shall be no more death, no more sorrow, no more crying. It's not talking about the life we are living here. It's talking about eternity future. After we put away this physical body, which is subject to pain, to suffering, to crying, to shifting moods, and to death. We are going to put on a new spirit, That will never die. That is what the Bible is saying. And that is where our hope is. And that is the ground on which we stand. Therefore, we can say with David that even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. In this valley, in this life, there is always the shadow of death. I don't need anybody to tell me that. I don't need any prophecy. I mean, it's there all the time. And at any given moment, I know that I'm going to walk through the exit door. But what I'm saying is that why there is life, why I can breathe, don't tell me that anything about that. The Bible already settles it. It is a reality of life. Everything that is born dies. So I will die one day. What I want to do now is to align myself with the Word of God. And declare that this is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice. I will it, I determine it. I will rejoice. Come tsunami, come earthquake, come whatever shaking, I am rejoicing all my way to heaven. Period. And I, I think that you do yourself a lot of good service if you will have the same mindset instead of always. Subjecting yourself to fear because somebody said he saw a vision. I remember many years ago, somebody told me a vision. He saw I was dead. And so, okay, so I threw it back to him and I said, well, I also saw you in a coffin." Now, he was not happy about that. He said, wow, how? And I said, well, how, how? If you see me, I see you too. You see, I refuse to allow myself to be nailed or to be buried before I die. Give me space. Give me space. My faith is settled in the finished work of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And I'm not going to be anybody's football to be kicked around by the use of a gift. Whether distorted or real, I stand on the word of God. My position is fixed. I know who I have believed and nothing is going to move me. And I want to encourage you. Those of you who have been subjected to so much fear. Now somebody came to me. Now he had all these prophecies that have been prophesied. And a whole list of hazards and disasters that are going to happen this year. And I said to this fellow, I said, whoever must die will die. And whoever must live will live. This one thing I know, that life and death are in the hands of Jesus Christ. He holds the key. Of death and 80s. So I'm not bothered about that. I continue living my life. I continue working with my God. I continue praising my God. I continue believing my God. I do what I I know to do. The best I can do. And I'm going to leave the rest for God. Because I'm not God. And if God determines. I pray about it. And he wills it. He will change it. If he does not agree with it. He will not change it. It's as simple as that. And I want you to get this, that the resurrection of Jesus Christ is proof of our resurrection. The fact that Jesus rose from the dead is proof that we are going to rise from the dead. And at this point, I want to tell to the, to the scriptures and read something from the book of John, chapter number six, the verse number 40. Listen to what the Lord of our salvation says. He says, and this is the will of him who sent me that everyone who sees the son and believes in him may have everlasting life. And I will raise him up at the last day. I will raise him up. He did not say I will stop him from dying. He said he he can die. But I will raise him up. So my fear of death is gone because I will come back. Understand? I will come back and you will come back. This is the comfort. This is this is the, the ground on which we stand. Believing in Jesus Christ as our Lord and personal Savior. I give you another scripture. And this time I'm going to 1 Corinthians chapter 15 from the verse 52. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet... For the trumpet will sound, and the dead will be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. Hallelujah. For this corruptible must put on incorruption, and this mortal must put on immortality. That's verse number 53. So when this corruptible has put on incorruption and this mortal has put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, death is swallowed up in victory. Verse 55, O death, where is your sting? O Hades, where is your victory? Beloved, the power of death will be broken. In actuality, it has already been broken. We will appropriate it after we lay down this body. And put on what the Bible calls the incorruptible body. So, beloved, I want to keep on encouraging you to stay focused on the word. The word, the Bible. What is the Bible saying? When you hear the prophets, thank God for prophets, but go back to the greatest prophet, the Bible, the infallible. Paul says that our prophecies are in part. That means he can sleep, we can fumble, it can go wrong. But There is one prophet who can never go wrong. So when you talk to me about death, 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 I don't get scared about it. Hey, if I hear a gunshot right now, I'll run for whatever reason. Yeah, I don't want to lose my life when God has not intentionally called me home. And I need to protect myself. And one of these days I'm going to share with you about how God expects us to protect ourselves. It doesn't mean because... says that he's going to raise us again we just live a careless life doesn't this surprise you or have you thought about this that when Herod wanted to kill Jesus one would have expected that since God had manifested himself and was coming to save the world anything that threatens him he would just eliminate that thing one would have expected that God would have killed King Herod, he didn't you know what he did, he said Joseph ran away with the baby to Egypt Mm. Mm. That means that we have certain responsibilities to keep ourselves from harm. But that in no way suggests that we live in perpetual fear. Whatever comes our way, as much as it is humanly possible, let us do everything to make sure that what threatens our security, our peace, our, our joy, we deal with it as much as we can. Beyond that, Hey, relax and live your life and let God take care of what you can't do anything about. Because honestly, honestly, I don't think God is excited about this idea of prophets specializing in prophesying nothing but death and doom. It is not his will. He has given us his word and we need to stay focused in the word. Listen to what he says, Revelation 14, the verse 13. He says this. Blessed are the dead who die in the Lord. So, my friend, as painful as it is for us to see our loved ones die, and I, I feel hurt sometimes. I still feel I, I lost a brother. I love so much more than 15 years ago. And anytime time it comes to mind, I still hurt. But, beloved, in the midst of that pain, I have comfort that one day I will see him and we will rejoice in the presence of the Lord at that great union that is called the wedding feast of the Lamb. I will be there. If you have any concern, let your concern be to be there, that we will meet in the presence of the Lord. In Philippians 1.21, Apostle Paul says, For me to live is Christ and to die is gain. Why do we talk as if death is such a huge loss? Then something must be wrong with Apostle Paul when he made this statement. I pray that the Lord will give all of us long, peaceful, prosperous, and joyful lives here on earth. But more importantly, I pray that we refuse to live in this perpetual fear of death as if death is the end of it all. It is not. Isaiah eight twelve 12, it declares... Do not call conspiracy what these people call conspiracy. Nor be afraid of their threats. Be careful not to be engulfed in fear. (laughs) Paul told Timothy that God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of boldness and of a sound mind. I just say, beloved, that anything that drives your life in fear, Cannot have a source in God. No matter who is involved. Because no one is God but God. If someone should be afraid of death, it should be the unbeliever who has no guarantee of redemption. When the book of Revelation chapter 1 verse 17 to 18 is reflected on by the saints, and you believe what the apostle Paul says, you will come out of this fear. Let me read that. He says this, and when I saw him speaking about Jesus, I fell at his feet as dead. But he laid his right hand on me, saying to me, do not be afraid. I am the first and the last. I am he who lives and was dead. And behold, I am alive forevermore. Amen. And I have the keys of Hades and death. Jesus Christ has the keys of Hades and death. If I fall down dead and it is not The time apportioned for me. He who holds the keys of death and hell will unlock that door of death and walk me out. When it is time, I will have no regret. Because this one thing I know. Whether I live or die, I live or die for Jesus. Mr. Prophet, take away your prophecy of doom. There is hope even in death. For those who are in Christ, God bless you, beloved, and stay healthy, joyful, peaceful, and come out of this fear of death syndrome. It is not for us. We are a people of hope because beyond this life, we have a life to live. God bless you. Pastor Hansen Metal is my name. Bye for now. Bye. have been listening to the bible platform with reverend hansen metal for prayers counseling and answers to your questions contact reverend metal on 0244-239024 thank you for listening tune in next tuesday same time god bless you